Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. I am your host, Melody Ferris Tucker, and I am so glad that you are here. So I just actually started trying to record this video and it just completely cut off on me. So I'm not sure what happened, but anyways, so I'm talking about operating within capacity and I'm, and I'm talking about a friend of mine, rest her soul, was you know, murdered by her boyfriend a few years back. But when we were in prison together, I was, you know, she was always super frustrated about other people that we were in prison with. Um, she was frustrated with people outside of prison, her, you know, her mom or, you know, her sister or, you know, people that she dealt with. And she was super, super frustrated and I would explain to her that, you know, she had boundaries and rules that people did not have the capacity to meet. And um, I look back on her and, and it's funny that I told her that because sometimes we speak things out of our mouth or God will give us uh, things to say that we also need to hear as well, right? And and at that point in my life, like that was not something that I would say, right? Because I was not yet at that that place in my life to be able to to even speak something like that, right? Because I was too in a process of healing, in a process of getting sober, in a process of learning to forgive, and all of these things, right? But. I find myself today having to say those same words to myself, right? Because we change, we heal, we grow, but because of our past, because of things we've been through, we project these boundaries and these rules and these regulations onto others when they don't have the capacity to operate how we're asking them to operate, and uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about Proverbs 18 and 16. It says, a man's gifts will make room for them. And, but I want to talk about that in a little bit of a different aspect, right? Because when we're, we're walking into purpose or we're trying to get to purpose or we're trying to, you know, be anointed in the space in which God has blessed us to be anointed in or called in or purposed in, right? We... We have to grow and change in order to get to that purpose or get to that calling. But along the way, as we're growing and changing, we are looking at our surroundings. And when people around us are not operating or changing or growing, we begin to get frustrated, right? When they're not following rules that we have or that we've established when they're not following those rules, even though they don't know what those rules are, we begin to get frustrated, right? And we expect them to know. We expect them to know our boundaries. We expect them to know our rules and our regulations. We expect them to change with us or grow with us. And they're just not able to do that because they don't have the capacity in the area that we do. Maybe they're not Maybe we are in chapter five and they are in chapter one, right? In that particular area. But we expect them to operate within our capacity, right? And we set ourselves up for frustration, for 
um, you know, disputes, um, arguments, right? Because they're not capable of operating within that area and be successful, right? I'm going to tell you something. I have a, and I've said this before, I have a giant pet peeve about being on time for things, right? I will be 45 minutes early, 30 minutes early, but I expect everyone around me to follow that rule, right? And if they don't, I'm frustrated, right? I get super frustrated. I get super impatient because I feel as if they are disrespecting me because they're not following the same rule that I follow myself, that I have set for myself, right? Because to me, being on time is a part of integrity, right? You have to be on time. If you are not on time, it causes people to lose some respect for you or to not trust you because they can't trust you to, to, or they can't count on you to be there, right? So although my husband knows about this, right? Although my children know about this, you know, although there's a lot of people that know about it, but they can't operate in that same capacity, right? They're not there yet. They have not grown there yet. That's not a priority for them yet, right? Maybe they haven't suffered a consequence for this yet. And so I am guilty of wanting people to operate in a capacity that they don't have the means to do so, right? And (laughs) it's frustrating, right? But I think a lot of us, what happens when we begin to expect other people to operate out of their capacity, it makes us operate out of our capacity, right? Because we get out of our character. We get out of, we get out of our anointing and our calling because we are putting our fingers and our mouths on other people to, to work and, and, and grow and learn and be in that same capacity that we're in. And they're not able to do that. And this has been a big thing for me, right? And I unfriended someone the other day on Facebook. And it was a family member. And I'm going to tell you why. Because although I have forgiven this person, I watched this person comment on everybody else's stuff. And watch this person, you know, post a lot of other stuff and they don't even acknowledge me. And um, I, every time I see this person, I'm frustrated. So I just unfriended them. I didn't block them. They can still see what I'm up to if they want to. But I unfriended them. Right? And I started thinking, I'm like, this person is never going to change, right? And sometimes it's hard to accept the fact that other people are not going to change. But here's what I want to tell you. You have to accept the things that you cannot change. We all know the serenity prayer, right? 
You have to accept the things that you cannot change, but step into what God has called you to do. Step into what God has anointed you to do. Step into the things that God has given you capacity to step into. When I continue to see this person all the time, okay, it frustrates me and it gets me out of my capacity, right? So, so what do you do? You step out of that because you're not able to operate there. I can't operate there. I've tried, right? I've tried. I, I, I have done my part, but I cannot change her capacity. I cannot change her. I cannot change her thoughts. I cannot change her behaviors. I cannot change any of that. I can only operate out of the capacity in which God has given me to operate out of. And I learned a long time ago that when I was in my healing, that people do not change just because you do. People do not grow just because you do. People do not change their thought processes just because you do. We have to learn to meet people where they are. That doesn't mean that they have to be in your atmosphere, so to speak. But we have to learn to meet people where they are and accept them within the capacity in which they operate. Now, I do want to do a little disclaimer. If this capacity that they are operating out of hurts you or causes you pain or harm or anything like that, that is when you need to separate from that person. But you need to operate within your own capacity. When we allow people to get into our heads and into our thought processes and we feel like we are being frustrated, it's our, our lives are like a bank account, okay? If we allow people around us to constantly withdraw from us, but never deposit into us, we will eventually find ourselves in a deficit. We will eventually find ourselves in the negative. So it's, it's important that you operate within the capacity that God has given you, but only allowing people in your, in your realm or in your life that deposit into you. If you have people that are constantly talking about you or downgrading you or telling you you're never changed or that you're not enough or you're not good enough or you're not smart enough or you'll never be successful. If you have people in your life that are doing that, they are withdrawing from you. And you have to learn to only allow people in your space or in your head that are depositing into you. If you get around someone and when they leave your presence and you feel as if you are empty, those are the people that are not operating within your capacity. 
we oftentimes allow people in our space because their family, their friends, their, you know, sisters or brothers or parents or whatever, even strangers, because we know social media is a cesspool of people that have nothing better to do than talk bad about folks, okay? So even when you're on social media, you have to know when you are being withdrawn from. You have to understand what capacity you can operate at. When you don't know your own capacity, when you don't know how your own calling or your own purpose or what God has called you to do, you will allow anybody to continue to withdraw from you. When you don't understand your worth or when you have a lack of self-worth, you will let anybody withdraw from you. When you begin to heal and you begin to experience a healing and a growth, you do not allow people into your space that continue to harm you. You do not allow people within your space who who don't have the capacity that you have. Now listen, I I want to explain this. I've gone through a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, and a lot of trauma in my life. And I have forgiven, and I have done the work, and I have um, grown in areas that I thought I would never come out of. But I learned one thing. You never discount your worth. For someone else. As you grow and heal, your capacity is going to expand. The things that you are able to take on, you were able to learn, you were able to step into, those are going to change as you grow and as you um, heal and become whole and as you choose happiness and things like that in your life. Your capacity will grow. But as long as you continue to allow people to withdraw from you, or you have boundaries that are unspoken or rules that are unspoken, but yet you are not expressing those to other people, you will find yourself in a deficit. And I mean frustrated, right? You will be resentful. You will be bitter. You will not understand why you feel this way. And that's because you are are not operating out of your capacity. When I say capacity, God has given you a strength that nobody else has. He's given you a gift that nobody else has. He's given you a uniqueness that nobody else has. He's also giving you a capacity in which potentially nobody else has. But when we don't recognize the gift in which God has given us, 
or we second guess ourselves or we allow other people to dictate the life that we live or how we feel or how we act. We wake up one day feeling lost and frustrated and that's because you're not operating out of the God-given capacity. You're operating under the capacity of other people. God created you to be a trailblazer. He didn't create you to be a follower. He didn't create you to just get by or barely survive. He created you to operate within your own capacity for your own purpose and your own uniqueness. And I hope that this is making sense because a lot of us find ourselves waking up every day frustrated about the same thing. And that's because we have expectations on other people that they don't have the capacity to meet. Yet. People have had to be, you know, um, what's the word? Patient with me over the years, right? The people that are close to me, my husband, my children. Boy, my husband, I test his patience every day. I, get on, I know I get on his nerves. But... <laughs> But it's part of the growth process, right? I cannot operate at the same capacity that my husband operates at. And he can't operate at the same capacity that I operate at. Because we operate at different capacities, right? We have different rules for ourselves, right? We have different boundaries for ourselves. And if I tried to operate in his capacity, I would be frustrated all the time. And if I expected him to follow all my rules and regulations, he would be frustrated all the time. Because we are both very different people. But we allow each other, although we do get on each other's nerves and we do have, you know, disagreements about certain things, but we allow each other to operate within our own capacity. If not, our marriage would be a train wreck. But I'll tell you something, and I'll, and I'll give you a good example. When we first got into a relationship, there's a stigma around a pastor's wife, right? There's a stigma around being a pastor. You have to dress, act, talk, live, everything has to be a certain way. And if it's not, then people talk about you or you're not a pastor or you're not a minister because you're this or you're that. I grew up thinking that pastors were perfect because that's what was portrayed to me in the church that I grew up in, right? But then all of a sudden I, am, I find myself in a relationship with a pastor with a stigma around being a first lady, right? We have to dress a certain way, act a certain way, talk a certain way. And that was out of my capacity, right? Because I cannot, I cannot operate in that type of capacity. Am I a pastor's wife? Yeah. But I had to step away from the stigma 
that I had to dress, act, and talk a certain way because I don't have that capacity. I only have the capacity to be me. I only have the capacity to do what God has called me to do. I only have the capacity to do what I am called to do. I don't have the capacity to to accept the stigma around being a first lady. Right? My husband, he is not a normal pastor. He doesn't sit behind the pulpit, right? He does street ministry for the homeless, right? But there's a stigma around being a pastor. And he, I'm sure, we've never really talked about this, but I'm sure that he also too had to get past the stigma of being a pastor in a pulpit or inside of the church. He had to get past the stigma that pastors dress, act, and talk a certain way. Because that puts pressure on you that you're not at a capacity to to walk in. I don't look like a pastor's wife. I don't act like a pastor's wife. I mean, I'm not, that's not a bad thing. It's just, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, we're not there. We, we serve out of our capacity. We serve God in our particular calling and anointing. Mine is telling my story. Mine is sharing my story on social media, through books, on podcasts, right? His is in the streets. He is ministering to the homeless and to the less fortunate. We have had to get rid of the stigma around what a pastor should look like. And it's the same thing in your own lives. You have to get past the stigma and the stereotypes and all of these things to be able to walk in your capacity in the capacity that God has called you to walk in. When you're walking outside of what God has called you to do, you will feel frustrated. You will feel as if you're not enough. You will be unhappy within yourself because you're operating in someone else's capacity and not in your own. I had to learn that just because I'm a pastor's wife doesn't mean I have to put on dresses and fancy hats and all of that. You know, I, I, I've seen another person very close to us that's also a pastor's wife and has gone through a lot of emotional stuff because she was trying to find her own ground, her own anointing, her own calling within this position. And it's just about operating in your own capacity, the capacity that God has given you. If you wake up every day and you feel frustrated in your own life, you need to look at the capacity in which you're operating in. Are you operating in your own lane or are you in someone else's lane? Do you feel the calling on your life that God has given you? Or do you just wake up every day and do the same routine? The same thing every day. And just expect different results. You just expect everything to just come. When you're operating, you're not operating in your gifts. 
You're not operating in your capacity. You've got these rules, regulations, and boundaries on other people that they don't even know about. So you're operating within their capacity when their capacity is here and yours is here. They always say if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. If your capacity is bigger than someone else's, then you're then you are you are not walking in the fullness in which God has given you. When you second guess yourself, when you're when you're in your daily life and you feel frustrated every single day, you're operating at a lower capacity than what God has called you to operate at. And I encourage you to look at that. I encourage you to look at if you wake up every day and you feel like you're just barely getting by, you're just barely surviving, you feel unhappy or you don't feel whole, I need you to look at that. Because sometimes it's just God saying, you're operating out of a capacity that you have passed a long time ago. You're still walking in the wilderness when you should already be in the promised land. But, but you, you, you stayed at the same capacity when I have grown your capacity a lot since then. But you're, you're staying down here because, because you have people around you that are talking about you or that don't like you or that tells you you're unworthy and you're not going to be successful and you're not good enough and, and you're still operating in their capacity. When he says, I've already increased your capacity a long time ago and the reason you're frustrated is because you're still sitting on that level. When I've called you up here, I've called you to greater already. You, you've done the work. You've, you've, you know, you've walked, <coughs> excuse me, you have walked the miles, right? The bottom of your shoes have holes in them because you've walked many, many miles to get to the capacity in which you should be operating at, but you're still operating down here. And you find yourself frustrated and you don't understand why. Today, I pray that I added value and I pray that I gave you this message as God gave it to me because just like you, I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm still struggling with, with expecting people to walk in the capacity that I have and not in their own. I still put expectations on people that they're not willing or capable to produce yet. And it causes me to live frustrated. It causes me to second guess that person. I encourage you today that if you wake up every day and you feel a sense of frustration, if you feel a sense of unhappiness or a lack of wholeness, you need to take a look at if you're walking in the capacity in which God has given you or if you're, if you're still down here in someone else's capacity. Because of 
all the things that people have said about you or that the things that you've been through or that you've second-guessed yourself because of your past. So you're operating at a lower capacity in which God has called you to. When you're ready for that, when you've been ready for that, today I want you to take a look and ask yourself, am I operating in, in the whole the wholeness and the capacity in which God has called me to? Or am I operating in a capacity that people expect me to operate in? I want you to know that you're called to greater. You're called to greatness. You're called to abundance. You're called to favor. But are you walking in that? Are you walking in the fullness that God has given to you? Or have you gone through a storm for so long that you've just got stuck there? Have you got stuck in a storm that that you should have been through a long time ago? What if God says, you've already, I've already showed you everything that you need to see. I've already given you everything that I need to give you, but you're operating in a capacity and now you're fearful and you're scared to step into the fullness in which I've given you. So you find yourself operating out of fear because, because you're scared to step into the next level. So it's comfortable to operate in a capacity that you know what to expect. But God has called you to a greater capacity. He's called you to greater. You can handle greater. You can handle wholeness. You can handle the healing. You can handle the growth. You can handle the forgiveness. But will you step into that? Will you stop allowing others to dictate the capacity in which you can operate at and allow God to dictate the capacity that you can operate at? Because God's capacity for you is much greater than the capacity that others have put upon you. But when you pass them by, here's the trick. When you pass them by, be the example. Be the person that reaches back and pulls the next person up because that's what we're supposed to do. But don't expect them to operate in your capacity once you get up here because they're not there yet. But encourage them to step into that. Be the example. Show the love. Be patient with their growth. But don't ever allow anybody to question your worth or the capacity in which God has given you. But be the example. But before we can be the example, we have to make sure that we're operating in the capacity in which God has given us. Because he has called each and every one of us to greatness and he's given us gifts and anointings and callings. And it says in Proverbs 18 and 16 that a man's gifts will make room for him. Step into the capacity in which God wants you to operate in. Because when you're operating in God's capacity, 
you're going to begin to see things happening. Things are going to begin to move. Your spirit's going to begin to move because you will know that you're operating in a capacity in which God has given you. So I encourage you today to really take a look at that. What are you operating in right now? Are you operating out of a deficit? Are you operating out of frustration? Are you operating out of survival? Or are you operating out of a capacity in which God has given you to operate out of? If you find yourself frustrated and sad and upset and feeling empty all the time, you're not operating in the capacity in which God has given you to operate. And you're not operating out of your gifts Take a look at that today because life is too short to live frustrated. It's too short to just be surviving. You were intended for greatness. You were intended to thrive. You were intended to operate out of the gift that only you have and that the world needs. So I encourage you today to take a look at that. Take a look at where you're operating out of. It's time to step into the whole capacity that God has given you to operate out of. You spent too much time operating in a capacity that is less than what he's called you to be. And it's time to step into it because you're worthy of it. There's, there's favor there. There's abundance there. He's got you. It's fearful. It's scary. But on the other side of that fear is that breakthrough and that capacity and that calling and that anointing and all of the things that you've been praying for. Today, I encourage you to to take a look at it. Step into it because God's got you. It's scary, but he's got you because he's called you to a greater capacity. And I hope that this made sense today because, you know, God gave me this this morning and I'm like, I don't even know how to interpret this, but I hope that, I hope that you understood it and I hope that it added value and I hope that you take a look at that today and I encourage you, I I just encourage you that you have a gift that the world needs, but you have to stop operating in a capacity you were not called to operate in. You were called to a greater capacity, but we, we live just on the other side of the bridge from the breakthrough because we're scared. We're fearful. What are people going to say? Am I going to fail? You're never going to fail in the capacity that God has called you for because your gift is there and your gift will make room for you. So today, I hope you have an absolutely amazing day. I hope, again, that this made sense. But I hope you have a great day, and I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.